My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking to Julie Elves. She is a transformational coach, a pranic energy healer, an inner child trauma healer. And our title today is From Left Alone to Lioness. That's because Julie's overcome some very unique challenges in her journey to serve others. And I think her, her story is going to be very inspiring to those with difficult beginnings. And um, as we go through and realize as light workers, as helpers, as healers in this world, it's often the difficulties we faced early in life and our ability to, to heal through those and find our true self through those, our true spirit, that then helps us turn around and help others do the same. So I think uh, Julie's a great example of that. And um, we're going we're gonna to get into it here. So welcome, Julie. How are you today? Oh, thank you very much for having me. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. And and Julie's over in the Italian Alps. <laughs> I'm here in Orlando, Florida. So I love the power of of technology to connect us through the oh, airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Uh, so so why don't we begin by learning a little bit more about you? What do you do as a transformational coach and a healer? Well, I'm known as the fearless line specialist because I was um, you know scared. Uh, I was abandoned as a baby. Um, I was so, um, I felt invisible. I had so many different fears, imposter syndrome, people pleasing. So I've, um, I just came to a point in my life where I'd had enough and I just wanted to transform myself into a bit of a better version of myself. And I slowly but surely discovered I, you know, we, we're all lions and lionesses. So that's what uh, my business and myself are based on. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's basically what I do in my professional life. I'm helping as many women as I, I can, and I'm branching out into men as well. Love that. Wonderful. And what called, what, what was the lion energy that called you? I mean, I know what a lion is to me, but, but you know, the lioness and that, that roar, can you explain? Can you share that journey of discovering that was going to be your kind of symbolic animal to, to lead this charge, so to speak? Wow. Well, there's been three significant times where I can say that I was very much in the lioness um, role. And that was when I was abandoned as a child, um, at two and a half, my parents, rather than leave me on the doorstep of somewhere or just leave me wandering the streets lost, um, they actually left me in a, what would you call it in America, um, a dumpster, mm. a big massive bin, garbage mm. bin, trash can on the side of the road. Mm. And my instincts kicked in and I wanted to survive. So I screamed and yelled and got the attention of a passerby who then took me to an orphanage. Um, so that was the very first time I was 
really align it because I hadn't been programmed, you'd say. Um, and then the second time was um, coming here to Italy, which was really life-changing, totally different from um, the English way of living because I used to live in the UK. Um, and people kept, I kept attracting all these these women who were really quite scared and very had, had very low self-esteem. And one of my, my best friends told me, you're like a lioness, Julie. She says, yeah, yeah, you're really powerful. You're, you're fearless. You know, you have a, a strong but gentle, assertive roar about you, you know. Um, I thought, oh, wow, I, I like that kind of identity. For most of my life, I've been looking for an identity. So I mm. thought, I think I might take on that identity of being a lioness, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the third time of, of being a lioness is... Um, <clears throat> Uh, I found out recently my true astrological chart. So I've been waiting nearly 50 years to find out who I really am. And because I was abandoned, I had no first certificate identification. So I've been walking around most of my life with a big, massive question mark above my head. So then I thought, okay, I'm going on a discovery journey. Let's do a a soul discovery journey rather than a human being one because I can't I couldn't find anything about the human being so I finally found through a friend of mine a spiritual coach who do, used divination that I was actually born two weeks prior to my adopted date of birth and um, when I did the chart it comes up with um uh, my ascendant is Leo and in this country the ascendant is the most powerful sign in your astrological chart and um everything made sense in this astrological chart and i, and I would say 85 percent of it is accurate now because i'm so far along my journey and mm -hmm. that just that just the relief when i saw that was just unbelievable you know yeah i can imagine yeah putting the pieces together and feeling like things fit finally and i think that's beautiful that you you know in in that way that you had to seek that spiritual identity beyond the human identity i talk yeah. about that a lot of how important that is for all of us to do because we do you know people take it for granted you know the ones that don't have the situation that that you had um but but at the same time we may spend 40, 50 years in that human identity looking for ourselves, even yes. if we did know where we came from. So for you, it's almost like life said, we're going to take that away. And so she definitely is going to look at that, that spiritual yeah. identity and identify with that and not get confused about who she is. Um, so it's kind of crazy how it will smack you in the face like that. Sometimes life does that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's also a beautiful example of how uh, roundabout way, like we all have to come to that that point um, mm -hmm. in our soul's journey of realizing these human vessels are are just descriptors. They're they're you know certain aspects that that put us in certain places in life, connect us with certain people and certain experiences. But that spiritual mm -hmm. identity is what is our awareness, is that consciousness that realizes yeah. that we're just here to explore and have these, you know, have these experiences, but not to take them so seriously. So, yes. yeah. Then, so mm -hmm. I just wanted to add, sorry, the, the biggest discovery I've found is my soul contract is, is, has stated that I would be abandoned 
I would have a lot of trauma in my life. I would learn about what it is to feel truly free, you know, mm -hmm. um, and um, kind of living under the radar and the black sheep. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really value my sovereignty and my freedom. And um, after going through all those traumatic experiences in my life, I, I understand now where I'm supposed to be. I'm, I'm here exactly where I'm supposed to be, according to my contract. Uh, but I, I would love to know what's written on it. I want to just tear it up now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know those contracts are something. <laughs> but they are that kind of, I, I don't know, on a soul level, Yeah, when I think about soul contracts, and it is frustrating. Um, I know I have a, a psychologist friend that, that will call it a, another effing growth experience <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's like, we have to go through this. We have to yeah. experience these specific difficulties. Yeah. But on a soul level, it's like, oh, good. Once I do this, I'll be to that next level of understanding. I'll be to that yeah. next level of wisdom. And so yeah. that's the, the, the uh, what do you call it? The, the light at the end of the tunnel of any difficult soul, soul contracts that we have. So I'm yeah. glad you're exactly, you know that you're exactly where you need to be and, and making the most of that situation. That sounds really good. Yes, but most of us have had enough of this lifetime and none yeah. of, most of us don't want to reincarnate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I think that will resonate with quite a few of your audience. And just so you know, I am, I am star seed. So mm -hmm. I'm here for a reason. That's why my mission is so important. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, there's a lot out there that identify with that as well. So um, it's, it's important to, to realize whether it's feeling like a star seed or uh, feeling as if you've come back bodhisattva style to, to help the world. There's so many different feelings that those of us have that have remember past lifetimes or remember other places that we've been. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really key to, to realize that we are that, that soul that lives through those lifetimes. And that's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing and a good, a great thing to bring up. So, so with your coaching, what do you, um, how do you help people overcome those fears? What's, what's something like if you could describe, um, describe a, a session with a client or a way that you help her transform into her lioness? Mm -hmm. Um, I have three phases. So the first, the first phase is establishing what it is that they really want and getting them really, really excited about starting a new chapter in their life where they've got clarity about what they want. They can visualize it, they can taste it, they can smell it. Because I know from my experience, it's been difficult to do that with me having a very large left brain. <laughs> and having a lot of masculine energy to be able to visualize and to feel something and get my all my five senses into play has been quite a difficult skill to learn. Um, and then I tell them, and then I teach them about um, growth mindset as opposed to fixed and getting out of your comfort zone, taking baby steps, um, you know, raising your vibrations, all that good stuff. Um, I help them with um, understanding from um, a layman's terms perspective how the brain and the mind really works and how it's trying to sabotage us all the time. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, then, I, then I move them into the, the thinking of as a lioness or a lion, you, you take responsibility, you take full responsibility for your words your actions your thoughts and your feelings right mm -hmm. and once you do that you step in 
to your own power. And yeah. that's when life, for me, shifts because then you you affect the people and the world around you or your, your environment. Mm -hmm. And that's when you realize you are a powerful being that can create your own universe, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we were talking about that just before the show of when we have uh, sensitivities or this ability to sense the energy of others, not only are we susceptible to taking that on and needing to clear it out, but we also, when we can shift the polarity of that and, and send that positive vibration or that higher vibration out to the world around us, we're no longer susceptible to getting our light snuffed out. It's like, it's about making our light as bright as possible. And I love that taking full responsibility. That's a big piece of the puzzle for a lot mm -hmm. of us. That was for me as well, that being codependent and trying to gain, you know, favor with people and, and you know, do everything right according to whatever should happen, quote unquote, I realized, hey, there's no shoulds and there's nobody out there that that I need to gain favor with other than my spirit and myself. And then I will do better work for everyone else. I will then help everyone from that authentic place instead of just wanting everyone to like me from this other, you know, weekend place. Yeah, so that's really cool. I love that responsibility. Um, so you mentioned your greatest success in following your intuition and and being, you know, kind of in the space that you are is is manifesting this home in the Italian Alps. Can you share a little bit about that? Because that's a really cool. I just want to know, like, how does one do that? <laughs> Um, it, it is my largest, most successful manifestation. Uh, the one just prior to that was actually coming here. I wasn't planning on coming to Italy. I was planning on changing jobs in England to, to get more money, get more kudos, get more training. And it, the universe just brought this opportunity under my nose. And it was like, I was thinking imposter syndrome, I'm not worthy. Yeah. And they said, no, you're overqualified. Why don't I put you in touch? And I was working for the competitor of this company, by the way. <laughs> um, and yeah, half an hour later in the car park um, of the competitor, I'm, I'm having a half an hour chat with the documentation manager. And then two weeks later, I'm on the plane with my bicycle, bubble wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm here and I've been in Italy all, all this time in, in um, the region of Liguria, which is the Italian Riviera. I was so excited. You should have seen me. I had the book and everything. I was like, look, look, look where I'm going to be, you know, making everybody jealous. Uh, but then um, the world has changed. Everything shifted. And um, the, the energy in the city just didn't work for me. I was trying my best to move out to the Philippines. And I did succeed until the final hurdle. I got the interview on, get this, the world's number one most beautiful island in the world. Mm. Number one and number two happened to be in the Philippines. Mm. Okay, Boracay Island is number one. And number two is Palawan. And the Filipinos are amazing people. They are so hospitable. You know, they even if they just had a, um, a piece of bread on their plate that's the only food they had they would share it with you and give you a larger portion that's how generous they are um, so I loved them I fell in love with them I used to go on holiday to the Philippines with my parents there and I wanted this job but for some unknown reason for whatever reason I wasn't meant to go 
move there, but I was supposed to have the experience. Then I tried last year to go to Vietnam. And that, I got picked at the post again for other reasons. So <laughs> I'm trying, and I put all of these on my vision boards, where I want to go, what I want to do, right? So I was so fixated on getting out of this city that was literally killing my soul. My soul was dying. And I was taking walks at midnight so I could, I had less opportunity to bump into energy vampires. So, um, and I was being evicted as well at the time. And I'm thinking, I'm praying to the universe. I'm doing everything I can using the law of action, the law of attraction. And suddenly, somebody, some kind soul in my inner circle, a student, stepped in and said, we have this house for you. It's up in the Italian Alps. You're going to be very isolated, but you're quite welcome to live there. Rent free, bills free, because we know you're, you're struggling at the moment, but we know that what you are doing, your mission and your purpose is very, very good. And you're helping so many people around the world and we want to do this for you. It makes wow. me a bit emotional when I talk about it, but they are wonderful people. They can see in me what so many people here can't see. Mm -hmm. because they they can feel the energy coming from me and and the love that emanates you know in my aura mm -hmm. and so that's how i have hugely manifested a free home that's <laughs> I wonderful have to teach myself every morning you know <laughs> yeah and being open to receive that is another yeah. really good point that you know some may say oh no no can't take that much. That's just too much. And and you said, all right, universe and all right, loving humans, I will absolutely take this, this generous gift. And, and that's, that's really beautiful. And that gives you that space to heal and gather yourself for the next big part of the mission, right? <laughs> next big part of the mission. Yes, but I have to, I have to warn your, your listeners, for me, the biggest hurdle before receiving was surrendering and letting go. Mm. to allow it in mm -hmm. yeah good I point. Had a huge blockage on that you know and then mm. i just said okay you're in a desperate situation you can't control it just let it go go with the flow and now i'm like a river <laughs> <laughs> that you is know? that is a key piece of of the manifestation pie that <laughs> that you know we can feel it and like you said feel it taste it smell it like when we really yeah. want something so we put yeah. it out there and and i tell my clients when you get too um too hooked on it or too like you start thinking about it and then you start feeling bad because it's not here yet that's when oh. you've got to cut it and let it go and stop yeah. you know focus on something that you enjoy in the moment find pleasure in the moment forget about yeah. it and then all of a sudden boop divine timing comes along and mm -hmm. you get surprised by these wonderful gifts yes yes because when you get so fixated on it, it, it that's when you become impatient and the universe works at its own divine timing you know <laughs> yes you just make it harder on yourself that's for yes, sure you do <laughs> Well, you mentioned, um, you know, we always like to talk to to our women about the challenges they're currently facing on the show. So mm -hmm. um, you did mention, and this kind of rolls into what we we're talking about now that you're in the Alps, kind of doing your own kind of gathering of your spirit. Um, yes. You said your biggest challenge right now is waiting to be divinely aligned with your calling and your mission and, and also healing your own inner child. So can you tell us a little bit about how that's affected you most recently and, and, and what that challenge is like for you? 
Yes. So I've, I've, um, I'm trying to balance out my energies. I found a wonderful lady in Canada. I have to give a big shout out to her because she's helping me uh, raise my feminine energy and reduce my masculine energy because it's all about life is all about balance in everything that we do. So um, while I'm here, that's what I'm trying to do. And I've, I'm also trying to um, use this balance that I have and and use it as fuel in my coaching business rather than be kind of like a robot in my business in terms of working it as a business, as a 3D kind of business, yeah? Mm -hmm. I want to do it from a, a heart-centered standpoint where everything I do is out of passion, good high vibration, that kind of thing. And then, then I become more aligned with what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm working on that. And also I'm... Um, um, I have I have a rambunctious inner child who <laughs> was trapped in a box last year. This is an amazing story. Trapped in a box, ornately carved Indian box with a massive um, uh, steel chain and a padlock. Um, the, the box is floating in a soap bubble. And surrounded by, all surrounding soap bubble are all these men who've been in my life who've abused me in some shape or form. Mm. They're all standing there with bows and arrows firing at me. And these are deadly bows and arrows. So I finally let her out. And she's wearing a dirty grey dress, uh, T-shirt dress. And she's got six gashes in her T-shirt. She's very small. And she's her head's down and she looks up and she stands up a bit and she says to me, um, these gashes are emanating brilliant yellow light. And she says to me, look what they've done to me. She's really angry. How could you let them do this to me? Mm -hmm. So I, I sincerely apologized to her that I made a pact that I would do whatever it took to heal her. So... Then I said, but I live in the 3D world and we need, you and I need money to get the healing that you need. So if you can help me manifest the money, I'll get you as much healing as you need. It turns out the universe doesn't want me to pay for healing. <laughs> and all of these people I've attracted have offered pay it forward healing sessions. Nice. And so I've had a ton of healing and she's now until recently, this weekend, she was in a silver Wonder Woman costume in, you know, with her hands on her hips, you know, like, I'm all powerful now and I'm out of that box and I'm never going back in that box, yeah? <laughs> Wonderful. But then she got a little bit too big for her boots. Yeah, she's been wanting to um, build a snowman, so we did that. She wanted to go on the swings, we did that. There's been so much snow here, she wants to go tobogganing. We've been doing that up and down the slope. People must think I'm a bit crazy here, but anyway, I'm, I'm famous now for tobogganing. Um, <laughs> and so now I've had to change her costume because she was having a, a few tantrums. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I've switched her costume to um, a chickaboo costume. I don't know if you remember them from the 80s. They're Not like a completely. kind of um, toy that sucks its thumbs. Oh. Cute. <laughs> yeah. so now she's cute and more delicate and less rambunctious 
There you go. Yeah. And, and yeah, a lot of times that rambunctious and rebellious part of our mm -hmm. inner child or teenage self is, is the part that developed to protect itself. Yes. So for her to be able to be nice and small and cuddly again, so that you can care yeah. for her, that makes a lot of sense. And, and switching again, that word polarity is coming up, switching that polarity to where you are the one taking care of her and, and, and realizing, okay, we've got to get this straight. Cause I can't ask yeah. you to take care of me. That's we, we often do that with our inner children. It's, it's not a rare thing, but um, we realize, all oh, right. Okay. And that's, again, that goes back to what you were talking about, taking responsibility yeah. for, for our choices and for ourselves. So that's a really cool kind of aligned thing. Mm -hmm. So as, as usual, I, I like to offer all of my guests an Oracle card reading. Are you open to me sharing the cards that I've pulled for you? Yes, I am indeed. Go ahead. Wonderful. Well, there's definitely um, some moments here where you may feel like you're going backwards or not moving forwards and maybe a little frustrated about this. And I feel like what, what this is, is every time you realize this is you taking time to realize your truth and realize not only who you are, but what, what you're putting out into the world, you get this sense of forward movement or this sense of purpose in feeling feeling either stuck or like you're going backwards. Um, and so that's really common, of course, as you know, in the healing process, because we get like, like we're manifesting like something next, like either that home in the islands and in, in, uh, the Philippines or um, another la layer of helping people and serving in your business. Or you mentioned writing a book. Um, but in that time, once we put that out there, the healing journey is part of that, part of that manifestation. Um, and I tell my clients this all the time that, you know, you wish for something and then it's life's going to go, okay, well, I need to do this, this, and this before I can give you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're coming out of a time of, um, really knowing that this is a, a healing journey, but kind of getting maybe a little bit, um, uh, I wouldn't say stalled out, just adjusting. There's an adjustment period to being all alone, even though you do enjoy it. Um, there's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's very healing on one end and it, it can be um, not as nurturing on the other end. So whatever you've done, um, and I see a lot of um, meditation and getting into presence as part of that, that has really helped strengthen you to help you realize who you really are as a light worker and a luminous warrior here or star seed as you as you identify as so um, it's really about changing that story over and over and over again as you said the mind is always going to try to uh, distract you and 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 put a different spin on things um, but the sacrifices that you're making uh, while they are the ultimate challenge here um, definitely to your ego and the ego that maybe the the roaring part that wants what she wants. Um, just know that the more you sacrifice that outcome now, the greater it's going to be in the long run. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's perfect sense. Yeah, and it is. It's just, it's it's like hardcore ego training that you're going through right now. And then I call it, I know there's a time in my life where I was um, a single most of my adult life and also in a, just a period where I, I, I was being uploaded and downgraded or down, <laughs> downloaded from the universe and uploading all this other stuff and doing all this healing. And I realized, well, I'll just be like a monk, basically. I'll be like a nun or a monk in a monastery. And that's my personal life. And it was honestly some of now the happiest memories that I have because I learned how to be in joy in those moments. And I feel like that's the kind of situation you're in now where you can really say, all right, this is my baseline. This is who I am. So I can add to this all I want. But if I come back to this place, I know I can still be happy. 
(laughs) And that's powerful. (laughs) That's a powerful place to be. So, so yeah. And I got the inner child card as well. She popped up at the very end. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, it's really about trusting the universe, getting into your heart space and doing a lot of, it really is presence work. Um, If you haven't read the work of Eckhart Tolle, um, we're talking Ram Dass level, like be here now stuff, um, you know, that kind of work. And I'm sure you have your guides that speak to you as well. And just getting through any leftover grief or negative self-talk that you have. Um, and, and making sure that you start seeing it as the illusion that it is, because when you truly set yourself free to be who you really are, your child feels liberated and you feel like you're on your unique path that nobody can take you off of. Fantastic. I'm blown away. How actually <laughs> <that>? Wow. <laughs> I really, really resonate with the lonely part and I do feel isolated. So I plucked up the courage like a lioness that I am and I went to a new neighbor I've met who loves me she she can feel the energy she calls me her sister I'm adop- I'm very adoptable you know <laughs> <laughs> she says to um I, I actually said I haven't had a hug in a month would you mind can you give me a hug please oh that's so wonderful all interaction human interaction I need it not every yes. day, but I do need it, you know? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. It's mm-hmm. it's acknowledging our human part. And that's the, the tricky part. Um, when, when you're here, knowing you're not f- completely of this place, but yet you yeah. have this human space suit that you have to live yeah. in and, and drive around. It's, it's like, yes. okay, I've got to take care of that. And then I've got to take care of all this psychological stuff going on. And then I also have this mission. So you're mm-hmm. just kind of yeah working with that and that's a beautiful thing to learn exactly what those needs are so that you can verbalize them and um and then eventually move on to do some of the bigger things that you've you've seen coming for yourself but for now it's be here now (laughs) and and speaking of that two years ago not three years ago i would not be thinking of me doing any grounding taking my shoes and socks off and grounding hugging the tree Mm-hmm. I thought people who did that kind of stuff were crazy when I was in England. <laughs> off their rocker. <laughs> it's a just, thing. It works. <laughs> because I know the, the, the health benefits of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I, I love how things like that and, and they can, I'm, I don't think they've done any huge peer reviewed studies on grounding or sit, you know, sit, putting your spine on the back of a tree, but you know, you can definitely tell I, in my nervous system anyway, I can tell that there's a shift. There's something that happens that's different. And whether it's in our mind and saying, oh, we just really love the outdoors and we love this tree or whether it's a literal energetic you know, I like to believe it's a literal, literally energetic exchange, like a breath, you know, like, yes. like we take in their oxygen and they take in their our carbon dioxide, then there's also this negative positive energy exchange. And how cool yes. is that? <laughs> yes, but I can back up what you're saying with some science. Good. Trees. I love that. Trees and nature. So let, let me, um, let me ask you then, when you when you're ever by water, a waterfall, a lake, a river, sea, ocean, whatever, you're in the shower, do you feel refreshed, energized? Oh, yes. Because the water is naturally um, ionized Mm -hmm. with anions, negative ions, and we are constantly bombarded by positive ions, and we're totally imbalanced. 
Yeah. So when we go by trees and nature and grounding, we're removing all those positive ions and absorbing all the anions. So when I'm hugging my tree, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm hugging a tree. I'm thinking I'm absorbing all those lovely, gorgeous anions. Right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Whatever works. And and the tree's like, that's good. Take my take my ions. I'm cool with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> they know their purpose. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very cool. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Julie. I would love yeah. for you to share where people can find you or if you have any promotions that they can um they can take part in. Now's the time okay. to share. Great, thank you. It's been a pleasure being here. Um, so as you know, I'm a, a very big manifester. I'm actually a powerful manifesting generator. And I know how to use the law of attraction and the law of action um, very well. And I would like to invite you and your audience to come and join me on a seven-day journey. I'm doing the law of attraction challenge, and it starts on Sunday, the 19th of March. And I'll teach you all of my secrets. <laughs> going beyond the book the secret wonderful. okay <laughs> wonderful wonderful and and just um so and this is something i forgot to mention this will be airing after that so oh. is there anything you'd like to offer for after that like maybe a few months down the road yeah sure um there i do have a free ebook and when i share the link i have a link tree link to, to share uh, there is a a free ebook in there, 16 ways, I think, to overcoming life's obstacles. Lovely. That's a really good start on your lioness journey. Lovely, lovely. That's perfect. Thank you so much for that. And thanks again for being here. This has been a really great conversation. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Appreciate Stay warm over there in the Alps. Hopefully it's getting warmer. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. And thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.